eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going on, guys? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com here, coming to you again live from outside Bridgestone Arena. You can see it in the background there here in Nashville, Tennessee. Just left from the SEC semifinals where Arkansas lost, unfortunately, to LSU 78-71. to uh, Ah, man, I'm not mad about it. But it just feels weird. You know what I mean? It's been so long since Arkansas lost, you, you, you kind of forgot what that feels like. And, and I'm sure the players and the coaches feel the same way too. It's a lot easier for me as, as a guy that reports on the team when they win, right? Uh, but it's, it's been a heck of a run that this team has been on. Uh, you hate to see it end here in the SEC semifinals. You, you, would, you hope that they could have carried it on and, and you know won an SEC championship. But these things happen, and the beautiful thing is there's more basketball to be played for the Razorbacks, but uh, obviously wasn't the best performance tonight out of Arkansas. I thought they started out really great, you know, coming out of the gates with Moses Moody, who was red hot for the game. Uh, you know, LSU was in that zone defense, that 1-3-1 zone, and they were really letting, you know, Moses Moody get a lot of open looks from three. He was cashing them in. Uh, I think he ran up about 20 points in the first half. So. You know, after what was kind of an uneven performance out of Moses, offensively at least, against Missouri last night, it was nice to see him really bounce back and shine uh, and look the part of a, an NBA lottery pick first round selection. I, I thought he had a really nice game offensively, but Arkansas, you know, scored 31 points in the first 10 minutes of the game. You're thinking, man, they're on, they're on pace for 100. If they just tighten up on the defensive end of the floor, then they could run away with this thing. Uh, but at that point, you know, a few things change, you know, like I said, Arkansas scored 31 in the first 10 minutes. They only scored 40 points in the last 30 minutes of the game. So the shots stopped falling a little bit uh, and you notice some things change. One, LSU had to get out of that zone, you know, for, for various stages throughout the game. Uh, and I thought they did a good job in their in their man-to-man -man defense of, of switching screens, running Arkansas off the three-point line. Uh, so kudos to LSU who I thought, you know, played a good game and, and you know, deserved to win. Uh, but you got to wonder, and, and the guys would never use this as an excuse, and it's not an excuse, but it is the first time Arkansas has played on back-to-back -back nights like this uh, with less than 24 hours of rest, and you already kind of have a short bench with Jalen Williams out. I just wonder how much fatigue played a factor. Now, again, it's not an excuse. LSU is in the same situation, but you think about some of the things that Arkansas struggled with, uh, and a lot of times you can correlate that back to being a little bit tired down the stretch of games. Uh, the free throw line, you know, Arkansas usually is a great free throw shooting team, only 11 of 19 from the charity stripe tonight. That's a little uncharacteristic. Uh, offensively, you know, Arkansas has really been fluid 
as of late, right? If, if you think back to all the games during this run, uh, there's a lot of movement off the ball, crisp screens, really hard cuts to the basket, and, and they're a hard team to defend. There were stretches after that first 10 minutes tonight where Arkansas looked a little bit more stagnant. It was more one-on-one, -on -one, spread out. Guys weren't moving as much without the ball. Uh, and I thought that played a factor too. It was kind of a lot of dribble drive, looking for drive and kick opportunities. And uh, it did lead to some turnovers, which is something Arkansas struggled with a little bit this weekend. Uh, 20 turnovers against Missouri last night and then 16 uh, against LSU today. Um, so I, I, you know, I wonder if the legs were a factor there. Maybe they ran out of gas and Musselman said it, they looked tired a little bit, you know, at various stretches of the game. So I don't know, um, but still, you know, you, you had your chances if you're Arkansas, you know, uh, despite going cold there down the stretch of the first half, Arkansas goes into halftime only down three, 40 to 37. Um, that's not a bad spot to be in. We've seen them come back from deficits before. And you get into the second half, and there's a lot of back and forth there for probably what the first eight minutes or so of the second half. And then LSU put a run on the Hogs, and they got up by 10 or 12 points there. And, you know, really, I thought that was a critical juncture in the game. LSU extends that lead out. You know, Arkansas's only got about six minutes or so to figure out what they want to do. A lot of teams in the position of the Razorbacks, in my opinion, could just kind of pack it in at that point. Uh, you know, we got down 12. Uh, we're in the NCAA tournament no matter what. We, we got a good seed, so let's, you know, let's just get through these last six minutes and then pack the bags and head up to Indy, right? But they didn't do that, and I think that shows the resolve of this team. Even when they didn't have their best, uh, they definitely didn't want to lose the ball game, right? And so they really dug deep, I thought, in those last few minutes and rallied back and, and almost came out with a win, right? So, you know, cut it to 72-71 on a bucket by uh, Justin Smith there with like 30, I think it's 37, 38 seconds left. Obviously LSU, you know, gets, gets two points back. So it's, I mean, it's 74 to 71 with 25 seconds left. And Arkansas has got the ball. I mean, it, you know, when you're down the way that you were, if you're out of Musselman, you, you've got to be happy with getting back in the game and having a chance to tie it there with a the final possession. Unfortunately, you didn't get the results that you were looking for, right? Uh, I, I don't know what the play was that was drawn up. I don't know if they were going to go for maybe a quick two and then you know go for a quick steal and try to foul and extend the game or if they were going to look for the three-pointer there to tie I mean they had they had a, a you know a few guys on the floor who could knock down that three-point shot uh, but Notay dribbled it out uh, turned the ball over LSU knocks down the free throws uh, and, and escapes with the win so LSU advances to play Alabama who, who beat Tennessee earlier in the day in the championship game tomorrow and Arkansas is left to regroup a little bit you know in, in the press conference after the game uh, there was some frustration, as there should be, right, when you, when you lose a game. They, they didn't look defeated uh, or anything like that, but, but they were upset. It, it impacted them. You know, and again, you could go into it with the mindset of, oh, yeah, whatever, like, we're going to have a good seed in the NCAA tournament. It, it's fine. No big deal. Move on. Uh, but they wanted to win. They wanted that SEC championship. They wanted to get two out of three from LSU there, uh, and they were disappointed. And this might wind up being a good thing for the Razorbacks in the long run. You never like to lose, but what are the things that they can take away from this game and build for going into Indianapolis next week? So uh, I think they're going to be just fine. Obviously, they're going to have a favorable seed. You know, on a night like tonight, uh, there were some good things to take away. Moses Moody, again, 28 points. 
love to see him get to 30. You know, when's he going to get over that hump, right? He's, he's had 28 now, like five or six times. But uh, good game from Moody, off, Moody offensively to bounce back. Justin Smith went 10 of 13 from the field. That's great stuff offensively. Uh, 21 points, seven rebounds, five turnovers. That's back-to-back -back games with five turnovers, so he needs to cut down on that a little bit. You got big contributions from Ethan Henderson again, uh, which I think he's a guy that's deserving of, of having a role when they go to Indianapolis. I know they're going to be getting a little bit healthier with Jalen Williams coming back, which is going to be huge for this team because he's a difference maker. Uh, but I think Ethan can fill a void in there for eight to ten minutes. You know, for him to not play much throughout the course of the season and then be able to come out on this stage where there's more pressure, everything's more highly scrutinized. It's postseason, man. And for him to come out <clears throat> and give 27 minutes and play the way that he did with a couple big dunks, rebounds, good defense with some block shots, uh, that's big for this basketball team. It makes you, you feel like you didn't have as much depth as you'd like to today, but when, when you get to the big show, the big dance in Indianapolis, it makes you a deeper basketball team. So that was good. Uh, you know, Devo Davis, Scoring-wise, not as much. I think he had six points, but, hey, eight rebounds, four or five assists, so impacted the game in a number of ways, and he limited his turnovers, which is good. But after that, you got some guys who you really need to step up for you and, and play better. Jalen Tate's got to play better, and part of that is staying out of foul trouble. Again, with, with two fouls in the first half and, and had to miss a chunk of time, he's a senior leader, point guard for this team. Arkansas is better when he's on top of his game. So you need a little bit more from Jalen Tate few days now for him to kind of regroup and refocus. Again, we saw him bust out against uh, Texas A&M not too long ago, but he had a string of games before that where he had struggled. So more consistency from him would be big for this team moving forward. Uh, Connor Vanover, again, got the start at center. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it, this was never going to be a good matchup for him. We knew that. We've seen that over the course of the year. It seems like LSU really give him trouble. Uh, but, but if you're going to earn the start and you're going to be the starting center, uh, you got to be able to produce somewhere. So he, he's got to be able to find a way to take advantage of the minutes that he does get when the matchups aren't favorable. So whether that's you know sneaking in and getting some of those dump off dunks or knocking down an open three or two to stretch the defense, blocking shots, whatever, uh, you know, getting some more production out of him is something that Arkansas is going to need. Again, they're getting some depth back, though, with Jalen Williams, which is going to be really beneficial for this basketball team in Indianapolis. So, you know, you, you take a look ahead now, and this time tomorrow, I, I, I've, I guess it's about 7 o'clock here in Nashville, but at 5 o'clock tomorrow, we're going to find out Arkansas's fate, right? We know they're in, okay? So this isn't bubble watch for the Razorbacks. Thank goodness, right? Because we, we hate that, okay? We don't have to worry about getting in. It's a matter of what seed you get, and I, I feel strong that Arkansas is going to be locked into a three seed. I, I'd be surprised if you know, losing to a an LSU team in your conference semifinals, uh, they're going to be a, a decent seed in the NCAA tournament too. I, I don't think that's going to bump you down uh, a seed line. I think Arkansas is pretty safe uh, in that three seed range. Again, that's a really good spot to be in. So you draw a 14, uh, you know, obviously you want to avoid an upset there. We'll see, you know, this stuff happens every year. And you know, if you don't bring it, that anybody can beat you on a given night, but should be a favorable matchup there. And then going on into the second round, you would get the winner of, what would that be, the 6-11 the game. So by chalk, by the numbers and the seedings, you should be favored to win that game too. So you win both games on a weekend in Indianapolis. And Arkansas is back in the Sweet 16. And it's been a while. Okay, I, I'm not going to rehash the numbers because people are tired of talking about it. But this is a team to be excited about. Despite taking a loss here tonight in Nashville, 
it's been a special season. What they've done over the course of the last month and a half, nearly two months, has been incredible. And they've got an opportunity to cement themselves amongst some of the great teams in Arkansas history. And well, I tell you what, on, on you know January 16th, after that Alabama game, you wouldn't have caught me saying that that was a possibility. So remarkable turnaround. Coach Muss has these guys rolling a little bit. Now, maybe they're gonna be brought back down off of that emotional high, humbled a little bit and refocus, and it might make them a more dangerous team. It's exciting. And okay, so we'll have Selection Sunday. Make sure you tune into that at five o'clock tomorrow. We'll find out where the Razorbacks are and then tune in to hogsports.com. We're gonna be breaking that stuff down. I'm probably gonna do another live show, uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday from St. Louis. That's gonna be my midpoint before I head up to Indianapolis and cover the Hogs in March Madness. Again, appreciate you guys tuning in, watching, following along with me along this journey. It's been great so far. Looking forward to taking the next step, heading up north to Indy. Appreciate you guys. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports. Have a good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.